Hey, what's up, everybody? Before we start the podcast, I just wanted to update you on a few things. First of all, uh, podcast sponsors are adxclub.com. You could follow adxclub.com uh, over on Instagram at adxclub. And um, the thing I want to tell you about Adex is uh, they're coming out with a seven week conditioning program, which I definitely think is worth your while. Um, I've been enjoying it myself and uh, it's a great way to bump up your fitness using steel clubs and steel mace. And also I want to shout out to Freedom Strength Co, freedomstrength.us. I get my sandbags from him. He's out of uh, Pennsylvania. Really good guy. Uh, started this business on his own. One day we'll get him on the podcast. I hope. If not, you know, we'll. Uh, I'll just talk about him on my own. And um, also, I just want to notify everybody. I have a Telegram account. If you go to Telegram and you search for SteelMaceNation.com or SteelMaceNation, uh, you should be able to find me. Um, there's you know, a chat group there and everything. I started the Telegram account so that way I could have uncensored discussions, you know, talk about things that big tech companies are now censoring. I think that that's important that we are able to freely talk about things going on in our lives and share information. And I think it's the service to the freedoms that we have in this country to uh, tell people what they can and can't talk about. I don't care if it's something that's uh, online and on social media. Uh, that's This is the public square. This is the town square, if you will, where everybody comes to get information. This is how we do it now. We don't, we don't go down to the town square anymore like they used to back in the 1700s, okay? So this is how we exchange information. So uh, over at Telegram, I'm putting up vlog videos, which... Um, I talk about fitness, but I also bring in stuff that has to do with stuff going on in the world today. Things I really, you know, kind of can't talk about here on YouTube because they might flag it for some reason. And then I lose my account. I put too much hard work into this, uh, podcast for three years now. I love doing it and I love the, uh, the interviews I do, how I'm meeting people all around the world. And that's what's going to be going on in this episode coming up. I speak with a gentleman who makes these awesome mace. He's in Berlin. You just got to watch the video. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. These things are cool. Um, definitely you're worth your while if you're uh, looking to make a purchase for a new steel mace or maybe buy one as a gift for somebody. So without further ado, let's get to the podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Steel Mace Nation podcast. My name is Fred Moore, and today my guest is a craftsman of mace that you won't believe when you see them, and I'm hoping he's going to be able to show them today. His name is Felix von Kirchbach. Pretty good. All right. Yeah. And he's out of Berlin, right? That's correct. Yeah. All right. So you're in Germany. It's nighttime over there. It's daytime over here. 
We're using this great technology to, to bridge the gap between us. So I saw your mace that you make. Um, it was on an Instagram account. I'm going to give them a shout out. Gotta pivot. G-A-D-A. Yeah, G-A-D-A pivot. P-I-V-O-T. And he was, uh, he did a whole post on it. And I was just like, I can't believe what I'm looking at. And then I went to your Instagram account, which is Kaiba, K-I-B-A. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So everybody go check that out. But wait, first watch the podcast. So Felix, thanks for coming on. Tell us a little Thank bit about Thank you very yourself. much for having me. First of all, thanks. Uh, thanks a lot. And yeah, I'm excited to do this. Yeah, man. Uh, definitely. Um, I, I would love to see you do well with this. Because um, what you do is artwork. And yet, I see it as it's a, it's a functional item, right? You could use this mace uh, regularly. Um. I mean, let's let's hear a little bit about your story. But do you have a mace you could hold up real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, let's... a few. Just what I'm working on right now. So, this is the one that I also sent to um, Gada Pivot. It's the what I call the Neptune mace. Yeah. And yeah, it's basically this Neptune or Poseidon, uh, Aquarius, uh, whatever um, god face with a bunch of sea critters and all that around on it. And yeah, this has been uh, the second uh, maze I've done with this technology and it's been uh, very well received and uh, people seem to like it a lot. So that makes me very happy because uh, yeah, at the beginning, I just, um, this was just a, like a hobby of mine. Yeah. Uh, when I get the invitation to the podcast, I, I try to like remember when I, uh, when I started thinking about making my own mazes. And uh, I have to admit, I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of a lazy person because the actual first time I uh, had some recorded thought because I was contacting some people about it was like three or four years ago. Um, I believe I originally got into steel maces by seeing somebody use the, the quad mace from Onnit, you know, the one that uh, Alex Gray designed, great artist, and yeah, I was. By, by then, I had only like played around with kettlebells a bit. And I was like, yeah, well, cool, what is that? And uh, yeah, I got into maces. And then pretty soon, because I always like, I'm, I'm a product designer by, by job. So I always like try to figure out how to make stuff, um, think about materials and all that. So yeah, I think back then the thought form that I wanted to like do my own designs for maces. But it took me a long while to <laughs> actually get around to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. So, I mean, it, 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 it's awesome what you make, but it took a long time for you to really start making these things. Mm -hmm. And you're not the only one that that happens to. Um, a lot of great things that come up, they come up slowly. Mm -hmm. I, I would say that sometimes people, there's a reason why it happened slowly. It was just you weren't ready yet, you know, ready to put your love into it. And from what I could see, um, it, it looks like you put – love into those mesas because mm. uh, i mean it looks like something crazy is going on here tell us about what it's made out of the handle the head okay. so for the the handle is just um it's wood like any hardwood really of course there's some sturdier than others so i i mostly use uh, beech wood or ash wood for the handles and they're just like sanded down and oiled so i also like 
I like colorful wood. I know that's kind of an unpopular opinion in the woodworking community. Many people prefer their wood to be brown or retain its natural color. And all yes, that. natural, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a bit of a heretic when it comes to that. Like, I like, why not make it any crazy color? Like, I like that a lot. And the material itself from the head, I think you can see it better when I have an uncoated maze. So this is one that I'm working on right now. It's oh. like a, it's a basically a composite, which means it's two materials combined. And in that case, it's resin and like little steel pellets. So that gives it, a, first of all, that gives it weight. And uh, second of all, it also makes it feel like metal rather than plastic because it feels cold to the touch. And that is something that I really wanted. I wanted to have the, uh, the feeling of the maze to give it some kind of like gravity and make it feel like a proper, um, yeah, almost like metal, but of course not quite pure metal. Because the alternative, for example, say you make your maze out of concrete or anything. Uh, concrete is, of course, is heavy to some degree, but not that dense uh, or not as dense as metal. And uh, it has uh, um, different surface properties. So I wanted something unique and I came up with this material. I don't want to say I invented uh, this composite. I'm sure somebody else has used it for something. I just haven't seen it yet. So when I thought of it, I was like, oh, cool, this is new. And yeah, I just went with it. All right, so that's a resin compound mm -hmm. and you add weight to it by putting in steel shot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so how much How much does that one weigh, the skull that you just showed the us? The skull is pretty much uh, four kilos. So I would have to check what that is in uh, pounds, but- uh, like Eight, pounds. eight but <laughs> Yeah. 8.4, uh, 8.4 pounds. Okay, something like that, yeah. Okay, so do you have anything uh, around 10? Do you make them a little bit bigger? Uh, yeah, for example, the, the Neptune Mace is uh, pretty much uh, 5 kilos. So that should be uh, yeah. 11 pounds, I think. And yeah. that's uh, the sweet spot for many people, I feel like, yeah. Yeah, that's it, what's actually cool about that. And uh, what I like is a lot of people are, especially in the United States, they're using a 10 pound Chinese made, you know, the metal mace, the black mace, it's 10 pounds. You get better at what you're doing, especially like if you're doing flow. And it's nice to be able to bump up to maybe like 11 pounds. Mm -hmm. And I've used some 11 pound maces or, uh, you know, five kilo maces, whatever, and to do flow with and I'm like, oh, that's a little bit better because you're a little stronger. And it just, yeah. it's an incremental jump up. So now the, the other thing I want to point out too is that you're using resin. I would take it that resin is pretty durable. Like if you drop it on the ground, mm. it's not really going to break or anything, right? Um, no, I, I think um, the resin I use is like especially hard. It's like the similar one you might find in, like furniture often, of course, uses resin, but uh, what's also not to be disregarded is the compound effect. Like sometimes when you mix two materials together, they um, like complement each other uh, or complement each other's weaknesses and then they get even harder. Yeah. So I've done like very professional durability testing where I just went to like an uh, like a stone yard or something and just try to break the mesas against anything like brick, stone, throw them around, uh, everything. I have yet to break one. Um, I think it's pretty durable for like most uh, 
reasonable applications. Of yeah, course, yeah. I have, you, I don't recommend anybody to use them as an actual hammer, but uh, they can survive that. At least yeah. I can seem to break one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's like, you mentioned concrete. I have a beautiful, um, homemade Gata that, uh, has a big concrete head on it with a bamboo oh, yeah. handle. The problem with that is uh, it, it was painted black and red. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the problem with that is if I'm swinging it outside on concrete and I want to place it down to rest it against the wall or just, if you don't place it down carefully and pick it up carefully and you rub it on the con uh, on the ground, it'll actually flake off the concrete. So it happened a few times. So I got this beautiful gata and I got to get paint and I got to touch it mm -hmm. up. And yeah. over time, if you keep doing that, it might be a small amount, but you're losing weight off of it. So that's why I that's think true. this yeah. resin is a great um, – you know what it is? Uh, it's like state-of-the-art. You're taking this old ancient tool mm -hmm. yeah. that used to be a rock on a stick and you're bringing it up to modern day levels. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, I, I like to see it like that. But of course, I have a tremendous respect for everybody who like invented all this. Like I wouldn't have come up with this if I hadn't seen like a couple YouTube videos of people telling me how to make my own maces with concrete or cement. And of course, uh, I know in India, they have all kinds of ways of making them. And um, I have, of course, great respect for everybody who like has been a mace uh, maker during the time they've been around. And I yeah. think you also mentioned something very beautiful about like mace training, that uh, it's um, when you mentioned like just a one pound difference for the flow makes really such a great difference when you're using it. And this is something that I keep figuring out in my own practice that I, with just very slight adjustments, uh, I can also always like challenge myself again with something. And yeah. yeah, I've been fascinated with this object since. Yeah. Yeah. If I had your skills to make those things, I would probably just for myself before I even sold anything to anybody, I would probably make like one of every weight just to be like, mm -hmm. I have them all, you know, and just put them. But, you know, I mean, that's if I can make them myself. But now if people want to order a mace from you, I guess they should peruse what you offer on your Instagram account. Or do you have a website? Uh, I don't have a website yet. Like I used the Instagram account like Kaiba underscore Berlin, um, just like as a showcase of what can be done. And um, I encourage anybody who's interested to just DM me. You can pick your own color for the head or for the staff. And I'm glad to uh, work in any other custom ideas you want. And of course, what is also possible is that uh, we do a, a completely new design just for you. So I think of that in a way as like, a, like you might talk to a tattoo artist uh, about what you want. Like we can, um, like there, there can be a conversation and we can figure something out. Yeah. And of course, that's a bit more pricey, but um, I'll gladly do that. Yeah, so if somebody wants to buy one, they should contact you and get a get a quote from you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I want to. I just want to show this one. I got it up on my phone. Um, I think this is a very special one. You described it. Uh, it I I love this thing. This it's it's the Neptune head. Let me see. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's green. I hope that's coming yeah. up well. Here we go. So it's green and it looks like glass. But then when I was reading. It's made out of lead. Yeah. 
And I'm like, holy crap, that's lead. And I know you said, well, lead is kind of like not very healthy. <laughs> so don't don't buy one of these if you have kids that like to <laughs> yeah, bite yeah. your maces. Uh, no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's really not bad for you uh, to have lead. I mean, there's um, I have black powder rifles. I like to shoot black mm -hmm. powder. I have lead and I melt it down. You wear a mask, you do it outdoors, but a hunk of lead just sitting on the table is fine. Totally. Of just course. don't eat it. Yeah. Just don't yeah. eat it. Yeah. I, I tried it before. It's not that good anyway. But please explain this awesomeness that you got going on here. Do you have a copy of this or you sold it to somebody? Uh, yeah, I sold it to a good friend of mine, uh, actually, because he already has a Neptune mace and he wanted something heavier. And of course, uh, lead is uh, much more heavier than yeah. uh, steel. And uh, so I said, okay, for you extra, I will do this. And as you mentioned, uh, of course, like lead itself, handling lead is um, not really that much of a problem. I also remember like my, my uncles uh, having their uh, ammunition and all that, making it themselves. Um, but it's just not, not something I really, like I want to sell something that um, has to be, it has to be fine in any situation. And also, I'm not so sure how customs feels about me just uh, mailing lead around. Oh, but yeah, yeah. For this friend, I did it. And um, what lead um, has, of course, it's a very uh, dark shape. So the resin, which is uh, transparent to some degree, um, just um, the colors uh, was really nice immediately. It reminded me of like black glass or obsidian or something like yeah. that. But uh, the green sheen is actually something that um, just happened during photography because I was switching to backgrounds and I had a neon green, like a reflective material background. Okay. And uh, when I shot it, for some reason, the I don't know how the camera works exactly, but uh, for some reason, the green turned into white, but there was a little bit of a sheen left. And I thought that's too awesome of a picture to uh, to not post uh, in the, when you, um, swap through the pictures on the post. Uh, the last picture is uh, shot from a different angle where it's not quite as reflective. So you can see how it, how the setup looks actually. Okay. Is that, is that this one? Um, no, go. Uh, if, when you go to the post uh, um, with the maze you just described. Yeah. And I think the fourth picture on that one or something. Let me check. Oh, here. Oh yeah, yeah. So this is how, uh, okay. it, uh, how it actually looked. All right, all right. Yes. So that's it, it. Looks just like lead. Then it's just a dark. Okay. Yeah, a bit more, that's, a bit more shiny. Yeah. That's crazy how it caught that color for the photo, yeah. though. That's amazing. Yeah. So okay, you got you, you you in that particular situation, you worked with a piece of lead. You got. Mm -hmm stuff you're making out of resin the uh the first one you showed us that neptune that's made out of resin yeah that's made out of resin but it's uh, okay. coated with metallic color this one oh okay so you so, can see the details a bit better if it's coated for the for the resin maze uh, for the neptune maze sorry and that's why i kept the why i like to put a coating on it i'm working on a new material like a slight variation maybe it doesn't need to be coated uh, because ultimately the coating is um, is okay, but I really want to like show off my material and uh, yeah, the coating right. just hides it. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's sort of um, more natural, I guess. You're yeah. in a, in a way, yeah. 
So that's that's really cool. So do you uh, can you tell us a little bit about the actual process of making like that that all that detail? Do you cut mm -hmm. that with your hand or is it in a machine? So what I do, I um, use a 3D uh, design software to create a model that I then uh, 3D print. And from that uh, 3D printed model, I can make a mold. And with that mold, I use it pretty much uh, like you would when you make a maze out of uh, cement or concrete. I, I use a, like the stick, the staff, and then I put huge uh, metal bolts through there at the end. So it has a bit of a... Uh, stabilization and catch and then I just um, stick them in there and pour the, the concrete uh, uh, sorry the resin steel mixture and uh, that's how I do it so with the 3d printing software it's uh, I can do lots of shapes and the resin as opposed to say um, metal uh, in a mold like molten metal is that the, the advantage is that the rate of detail can be a bit higher with the resin because um, it doesn't um, doesn't uh, harden as fast and also it's uh, the kinds of molds you make can be more detailed so that's like a crucial advantage over uh, iron of course and uh, yeah basically that's it I think anybody can actually do this also at home it's like it's not super hard Oh. But it takes a bit of uh, figuring out like the little kinks and details. Right. And I think like my professional experience in like product uh, designing and product making, like making stuff for injection molding, it's not that different to um, making this actually. Yeah, I, I remember uh, um, the Saurusons, that's who's here in the United States who made my Gata. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the Saurusons make concrete, you know, uh, they they're on yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Seen it. yeah so they were describing because they have an ebook out it's cheap it's just like how to make your own concrete gata but mm -hmm. um they said there was a learning process and mm -hmm. they screwed up a lot of them they fell apart there was this problem that problem and eventually you know they figured it out on their own and, and the whole point of going to somebody like you is you're going to get it out of the box perfect and you're not going to have to do something with 3D software. And and what do you do? Do you actually have a shop you do this in? Or are you doing this out of your house, like in your garage or something? Yeah, I've, I've dedicated a room as a little shop. It's um, really? like I live in, a, live in an apartment. And it's uh, my neighbors don't like me that much, I believe. Uh, but Does it smell? Yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's, it's noise, smells, general construction, me cursing a lot when I fuck something up, <laughs> like all this. And uh, yeah, but um, for the most part, it's just a bit of woodwork and then handling uh, the resin. So it's not, I don't need a, like a big metal shop, which is also an advantage for me because like, as, like, as I said, it's uh, still a hobby. Yeah. But even as a hobby, uh, when you buy a maze from me, um, I guess another advantage would be that I've been doing this like every day for the last couple months, ever since uh, it really picked up and like I've accumulated some experience on uh, how to best do it. And uh, I hope to offer prices where it's worth for the customer to not have to make this experience uh, himself or herself. Yeah. Right. Well, and I also, you know, like what are the, I've said this a million times. I don't know if people are getting tired of me saying this all the time, but for anybody new who's just coming across, 
you know, the number one goal of, of me doing this podcast is to, to help foster the community, um, you know, just to bring people together, have like a, a local point where people could check in and say, oh, you know, who's Fred talking to today? And uh, that's why I'm really excited to help, you know, help you get the word out about what you have. And I think people in the Mace community, they, they get it. You know, if somebody's like in California right now and they're watching this or they're in Nebraska and they swing Mace and they see what you got, the one big thing besides the fact that they could buy something from you that is just fantastic that they could take to, you know, they could take to the gym or whatever. And people are just gonna be like, oh, let me see that thing. It's just going to be such a uh, conversation stopper or whatever. But the, the other thing is they get to support somebody within the community. And I think that that's the most ideal thing is to everybody help each other out in the steel mace community. Cause there are a bunch of cool people, um, you know, like rebels, we're all rebels, right? We kind of like to do it our way. And uh, like, you're making these things in your apartment, which is fantastic because that means you're, resourceful person and you don't need a lot to create a lot and what's coming out from you is really a product that shows you know you um put a lot of effort and love into it and i think that's what people are really buying at the end of the day they're buying something that's special because of the person who's behind it who's who's creating it and everything like that so my hat's off to you for providing it and i'm encouraging people to check out uh, you know, your check out your stuff and consider buying something. So they DM you uh, at, mm -hmm. at on Instagram at K I B A Kaiba and get a quote. Okay. And what's Kaiba mean? Uh, Kaiba is just uh, um, like my last name, Kirchbach, uh, K I B A. So I just uh, shortened it, put it together. It's also a drink, it's a banana cherry mix in, in Germany. That's how we call it. And uh, the Instagram handle is uh, Kaiba underscore Berlin. And um, I just want to thank you for um, your very kind words. Thank you very much. And also, I just uh, um, I want to help the community, not just by like peddling my stuff, but also if you have any questions, if you want to make your own maces or something, I'll be happy to answer them and help you on the way. I can like, if you have a shape uh, idea and you don't know whether it's possible to make it or something, just... Uh, I'll gladly help because uh, I've, I am a big fan of uh, of this community. Like I've met so many cool people just through Instagram, which is yeah. like magical to me. And uh, yeah, so thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely, man. So uh, tell us a little bit more, though. Um, you know, when if somebody does want something custom, can you give us? some examples of something like just to give people to stimulate their imaginations. Sure. Of course. Um, so I basically any um, remotely round shape is uh, possible to do as a maze. Um, there are some restrictions that apply to uh, what you can put in a mold and uh, what you can't like, um, uh, of course there cannot be any hollow or too hollow, um, um, spheres, uh, not spheres, uh, shapes in the in the thing, but uh, I do all kinds of um, all kinds of shapes. Let me just see if I can. So, for example, there was this one guy, a uh, big fan of the um, 
Frankfurt Eintracht Football Club, uh, German Football Club, and uh, just as a as an idea, while we were figuring out um, what uh, he, we, I could possibly do for him, I um, designed a maze with the club's logo on it. So um, I oh, have wow. to see if I can just. So you share, you're share saying it. football and what and I'm interpreting it as soccer, right? Not not yeah, rugby. Yeah, yeah. Not, right. not rugby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So That's this guy. Right. This guy you're talking about is a mace uh, user and abuser. He trains with a mace and stuff like that. Yeah, he's actually a great uh, trainer. His name is uh, Silvio. You can check him out. It's uh, soulmace uh, underscore FFM. Uh, he's uh, doing great movement work, great flows in uh, Frankfurt, uh, Germany. And uh, he's also using one of my uh, skull maces at the moment. I believe wow. he likes it. Wow, that's a good endorsement. I mean, he could buy a mace from anywhere he wants, uh, obviously, because what he does for a living, and he wants something cool like what you make. And plus, he's supporting somebody local. That's cool. Yeah, good he's guy. a great guy. And I can, um, do you want me to send you the video, or I can uh, share my screen if I figure out how to do it? All right. Um, let's see. Share screen. Am I going to be sharing my screen? Oh yeah, uh, I can I can see if you send could, you a link if you like. I don't want to break up the flow of the podcast too much. If... Well, you're listen. You're not gonna break up the flow. It's gonna be me breaking it up because I have no clue what you're sending me or what to do with it. Okay, <laughs> I'm a, I'll send you a video link. Uh, give me a second. Um, yeah, is that how that works? You send me the link and then why well, I open it up and you're sending it. Yeah, through, could, you're sending um, it through Zoom, right? I'm sending you through the Zoom chat. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's see what we got here. Let's see if this works. All right. I see it right here. Uh, it says, I need access. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, request access. Here. I just sent you request. Okay. I'm learning something right now. Thank you. Uh, yeah, me too, I guess. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I should have enabled access now. Let's see here. Do, do, do. Working on it, working on it. Here we go. Are you guys seeing this? Is this popping up on your screen? Uh, not on mine so far. All right, hold on a sec. All right, I am looking at something really awesome here, but uh, I don't know if I'm able to share it. But yeah, wow, that is sick. Um, I don't know how to share it. Here it is. Here we go. Sharing right now. All right. All right. You got it, right? You see it? Yeah, I got it now. Yeah. All right. So that is awesome. Oh, my God. I love that. I love the German Eagle. <laughs> that is beautiful. And I love it. It's black on black. That's – oh, man. I might have to place an order for something <laughs> Yeah, custom. I mean, we can – 
with your logo or something it's uh, basically the same thing yeah brother that's what i'm thinking that's what i'm thinking with with the steel May station logo the skull and the mace bones i mean it's an awesome logo and it would fit perfectly on a mace absolutely all right i'm definitely gonna hit you up about that let's look at it one more time if anybody's uh listening on audio Uh, sorry, but you're probably better off watching this one on YouTube. So get on over there. And I, I think what I'll do is I'll make a video clip of this and put it up on um, on Instagram. I'll just cut this section and uh, pop it up. I love that, man. I mean, I love all your stuff, but this is, <laughs> this is sick. It's just all an right. example of what uh, what can be done. I, Yeah, for if you have something like that. Um. Always All right. possible. Yeah. So any anybody who's like a steel mace coach, you got a really cool logo that maybe you want to buy like a couple of these with your logos on them. And uh, you know, they they would even make a good gift for somebody. Uh imagine that you got that crazy mace person in your life and you're like, I don't know what to buy this guy. He's got all the maces, he's He's got everything. I don't know what to get him. I'm talking to my wife right now, by the way, Felix, mm -hmm. if she can okay. hear this. Because, you know, she never thinks about buying me a mace. <laughs> And here's one you could buy, my sweet love. Buy me yeah. one of these. So, yeah. I mean, Christmas is not that far away. So that's really fantastic. Um, we got about uh, five minutes left. Um, do you want to share anything else about, um, oh, you know what? What about your actual mace training? How's mm -hmm. that going? Um, what do you like to do the most? So I've um, I have a bit of a, a medical condition where I have uh, very shitty wrists from uh, maybe uh, doing over enthusiastic boxing during my martial arts phase or something, or it's just not not the best. So I um, I. In general, I keep it light with the mace work. I use like a 10-pounder or 11-pounder, like the Neptune mace. And I can just swing that thing for minutes on end. Like this is, uh, in my uh, in my opinion, like the main difference between a steel mace and like every other workout tool I've ever used. Uh, like nothing makes the time go so quickly. Like uh, when you get into it with a steel mace, that's just amazing to me. So I... I do like long swing sets or variations, like one-handed, two-handed. Um, do the occasional ballistic curl in between there, but overall, I just really enjoy the swinging, and it's like it's my it's my happy place or something like that. Like this is uh, really what I do with the mace. And yeah, I picture you know while you're working on these mace, like you're kind of like hunched over and yes, you're working, yes, yes. and then every once in a while you need a, you need a good break. So yeah. you step away from your work and you go grab one of the maces that you got and you're swinging it and it's opening you back up. It's making you feel good. It's waking up your brain, right? You get it out of that, that droopy, yes. tired yeah. zone. And then you go, all right, I go back to work. And then you could probably yeah. do that three or four times throughout your day or more. Well, you could do it as much as you want. You're the boss. But <laughs> yeah. that's, I mean, that's one of the great things about the mace. And, you know, I, um, I work on the fire department and we do stuff that's always you know, carrying stuff. And whenever I get back from a call um, where I'm carrying a load on my shoulder and I'm feeling all stooped down and beat up, I just stand there and swing a mace and it just opens me up. So this is, this is what's so cool about mace right. training. Yeah. It's actually I'd, therapeutic. By the way, much respect for working at the fire department. It's really cool. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. 
I, but I have respect for uh, people such as yourself because you create things for the rest of us uh, knuckleheads to, to use. Yeah. <laughs> so you have an artistic background or is it um, just? Oh, you? yeah. I've always been pretty shit at art. And then I discovered that I could just call it design and uh, like be all scientific about it. And then uh, I got better. Yeah. So I... I wouldn't like consider myself an, an artist really, but more as um, like, I, I like making cool shit, uh, shit that I like. And uh, sometimes other people like it. And um, that makes me very happy if they do. Cool. Yeah. What's the heaviest mace you can make? So that's a really good question. I haven't really tried with the, with this material to like reach the maximum. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure like, 15 kilos and upwards will like prove um, challenging in unique ways uh, because I'm not sure how well it will all um, stand up to what I want it to be like especially if I have a heavy mace it has to absolutely survive being dropped yeah uh, are you still there shit I don't know if we still have a connection, Felix. You, you got uh, locked up on me, but last thing I heard or we heard as an audience. Oh, there you are. Okay. Hi. Sorry. Did, did we lose connection for a bit? Yeah, yeah, just for a minute. It wasn't your fault. It's, it's Zoom's fault. Yeah. Happens. <laughs> so 15 kilos is, uh, is probably where you could get up to. Yeah, 15 kilos, I'm, I'm confident it will hold up. Anything more than that, uh, I will have to see. I'm definitely going to try. I also want to do eventually uh, kettlebells with this material. So I was going to ask. Yeah. Yeah. I have some great ideas for that, but it's, um, I have a few reservations because it's going to be a lot of material. So it's not going to be super cheap. So I can't really price them as competitively. But uh, sooner or later, I guess uh, sometime this year, I will try to make a kettlebell with this. Yeah. Yeah. If you come up with some interesting looks, some interesting designs, I think you'll be able to sell sell them all around the world i mean there's people that just love that stuff it's it's functional art is what it mm. is it's like you get to make your statement you know you got this piece of art in your hand and you're training with it and you're getting a good workout so i mean that people love that i i love that so that's great yeah all right felix so that's about it i think we're gonna wrap it up uh, i appreciate you coming on um one more time give everybody your um how to connect with you so they could purchase a mace so you can find me on instagram the handle is kaiba k-i-b-a underscore berlin like the city in germany and uh, just dm me for um any any questions you might have if you're interested in a mace if you want to talk uh, about how great uh, steel maces are i'm open for anything like that and uh, thank you, Fred, once again for having me on. It's been a pleasure, and I'm really glad that we could do this on such short notice. That really worked well. So, yeah, we thank did you once again, and yeah, best of um, all the success with your show. I think you're really doing great work there. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah, we did whip this one up pretty quickly here, and and I'm glad it worked out. So yeah. it's sometimes hard when people um, are on the other side of the pond and and the hours are off. So uh, good teamwork there, brother. We did <laughs> yeah. we did good. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll send you a DM. And we'll talk and uh, everybody reach out to Felix, uh, say hello to him, follow him and uh, spread the word about his awesome uh, custom maces. 
I love that. The Neptune head. That is that is sick. I love it. All right, everybody. See you at the next one. Later, Felix. Later. Thank you. Bye.